Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to another episode of WA Expose, the podcast about local arts by local artists. As always, I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, with the immense privilege of recording this podcast on Wajak Noongar Budja. Welcome to season three, and oh my goodness, we have an incredible guest with us today. Never one to be kept out of the loop. Today's guest left their highly caffeinated life in Nam at the start of the pandemic for a slower-paced life in Buraloo, but ended up running away with the circus. They quickly debuted at Fringe World to critical acclaim as a teacher, a mentor, a performer of multiple body-based circus arts. This chaotic genderqueer on quads knows how to roll with the punches. It's Quaddish, how are you? Hi, hey, hey, hi. Hello. It's too early. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm only one coffee in. Yeah, we've got a second one. We got like you know we're sorting this out. We're getting there. It'll be good. It'll I, be good. I actually um may almost made myself cackle when I was like I am going to cut this out because I remember in the car park you were like you say you're going to cut it out and then you don't cut it out and then as a listener. <laughs> You're not meant to hear that bit. <laughs> it's the behind the scenes, the sneak peek that people want. That whole like, um, you know, when you make content and then you have to make content of you making content. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that bit. Ooh, peek behind the curtain with the curtain of the curtain of the curtain. Schrodinger's curtain. Yeah. <laughs> it's been pulled. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Let's dive straight on in. It is the very first episode of 2024. Four. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, Quidditch, why circus? Oh, gosh. There are multiple ways of, like, answering this question, I think. Mm. I think. Thank you for being the first person to recognize that. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I think it's always, just, like, been there in the background of my life. Mm. Um, like, I went to the circus when I was a kid and like mum would say that I got a crush on one of the boys and was going to marry him so I could run away and I was like well I mean like that's how you get into a traditional circus right? (laughs) (laughs) It is really you have to be like in the family because it's like the Joseph Ashton brothers you've got to be a brother get there. (laughs) (laughs) It's the family circus how do you get into a family if you're not um in it born? Like, I'm, Mum, actually really offended that you weren't um, already in the circus because it would make my path there a lot quicker. Absolutely. And, like, the concept of classes or whatever, no idea. None <laughs> whatsoever. Um, and, like, in my primary school, we had a year seven, like, circus specialty program thing. What? That's cool. Yeah. So, like, as a fundraiser, because it was a public school, they would do teach the year seven, so, like, 12-year-olds, basic circus, like... Uh, no hula hoops, but like juggling and spinning plates and Diablo and uh, stilts. Stilts. No hula hoops, but we'll get you up <laughs> yeah. real high. Um, 
unicycle if I didn't say that already <laughs> um, and they'd uh, do like a show end of year show that was a fundraiser for the next year so like that's cool like that's where I learned how to juggle that's where I learned like all my basic manip stuff mm-hmm. um, yeah and then like I don't know like I found <laughs> I found it so that was when I was 12 and then I did theater in high school for a while and yep. Um, burnt out and was like career in arts that's stupid don't do that and then (laughs) went and did coffee for 13 years and then while living in Melbourne there was a circus school like a two-minute walk from my house and Mm. once again my mom was like give me the address so I can see where you're living now because you're not in Perth anymore and I can't come visit Um, and she was like there's a circus school like two minutes down the road from you like you're gonna have to go and check it out um, and I did, and they're called Women's Circus, and they've been running for, like, 40 years, and, like, they started as a program to, like, help women out of domestic violence situations by, like, giving them a sense of community. Work. And then it's just, like, fully expanded, and now, like, they've kept the name Women's Circus, but it's basically, like, if you've had lived experience as a woman, mm. you can come there. Um, so trans men, non-binary people, trans women, whoever. Um, <laughs> Amazing. And they did this like six month catch up course of like give everything a go. Um, and like that was fun. And like it wasn't anything. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> like it was just like a fun thing to do, like while I was doing the coffee thing, which yeah. was mammoth. Which is totally allowed. I think sometimes <laughs> we go like, everything has to be a hustle straight away, but it's okay for you to just enjoy something. Yeah. Like, that's fine too. <laughs> um, and then, like, I was skating and stuff throughout this as well, like mm. multiple different styles, just like, again, like as a thing. Um, and then the pandemic happened and I got called back to Perth really quickly. Mm. Um just and to like quote unquote be home is that was that the energy or yeah like I'd gone through a breakup I'd moved house where I needed a, a somebody to like come and share the place to live yes yeah. um <laughs> and the pandemic was like getting to Australia and like so nobody wanted to move in with a stranger which like totally yeah. fair um all the like idea of work was <laughs> yeah, like, coffee, no yes, idea. of course. Um, and because I was like doing like importing and stuff, I could work remotely. So I just ah. asked the company if like I could pop back to Perth for three months, like until this all blew over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, a reasonable request. <laughs> reasonable request. And now it's been three years. Oh no, four years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long are we into this thing. My whole life, yeah. I feel. <laughs> um, and so like pandemic happened, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then I saw a fringe show, uh, Off Chops, with <gasps> Jess and Ella, um, delightful yeah. babes. Okay, wait, in 2020? Yeah, so I you, think so. Yeah, wow, you were like you were like one of the first people to be like, this is coming here then. Like, oh, maybe it was, it was whenever the lockdowns were. Yeah, it must have been 2020. Yeah, it's 2020. Yeah, because we didn't like fully shut WA up until after Fringe, technique, like that first Fringe 2020. Like, yeah, because that would have finished, and then March twenty twenty, we sort of WA did their heart. Look, time is irrelevant. This time doesn't matter. It doesn't actually. I'm matter. not fact checking you right it now. Doesn't, that is it doesn't. It doesn't. You saw off chops. I saw That's off chops. And in that show, there's roller skating. Yeah. And I have roller skated for at this point like nine years, and I was watching it, and I was like, 
oh my god, everything that's happening on stage, I can do. I could, I could do that. Um, and I was like, that's a way into the circus. And I knew like circus classes existed. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> and so I saw this, um, and this is in my like skating era of like skate parks, big ramps, big falls. Um, like yeah. absolute loose unit. Tony yeah, Hawk was an idol. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to be Tony Hawk, but on roller <laughs> skates. Um, and then in the that summer, uh, after seeing, oh no, I had broken my leg. <laughs> I had broken my leg roller skating. I had a broken leg as I was watching Off Chops. <laughs> I had nothing to do. I was sad, Bart Simpson. Yeah, staring at the pool, not able to go swimming. Yes, yeah. Um, Deep diving on like circus schools in WA. Like as soon as as soon as this leg gets its shit together, <laughs> I'm gonna learn how to do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, Next day, day two. Like, no body awareness. No like like skate fits are very strong in the bottom half of my body. Absolutely nothing on the top half. Was like <laughs> I as soon as I'm out of this uh, moon boot, I'm I'm flipping. Yeah. Um. I did not. <laughs> I got so many more injuries, but that's fine. <laughs> Straight away, it's just like, and I'm going to do a backflip, and your leg's like, we're not ready to walk yet. Oh, my God, we're just trying out Truly. some new things. I still can't backflip. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Anyway, so I've got to end the show now because we've got to do a backflip. <laughs> yeah, sorry, folks. Good thing it's an audio medium, so. Um, do a backflip right now. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God, guys, you have no idea what they just did. <laughs> It's a full backflip. Full backflip. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> when you had a leg again, because yes. I feel like that's a good place to keep moving on forward from, were you just like, okay, now I do 700 different circus classes or is it like now I need to go and bug the people from Off Chops until they um, let me hang out with them and be close to them? <laughs> or like, oh, I am the- not that bold. <laughs> <laughs> there are many, many different ways to get into it. So what was yours? Um, mine was go to the classes. Um, mm-hmm. And so I started with a tumbling class, but I had no like – Body awareness. Well, that's and how you do a backflip. He's got to tumble. <laughs> like we had our forward rolls down pretty good, but like the strength just wasn't it. And so they were like, maybe go do a handstand class instead to just work on the body, ah. the upper body, because that's like really where, where were I was you doing classes. This is at Circwest, who oh, are now yeah. in Burswood, but this was mm-hmm. in the city when I was there. Yeah, and that's where I met Robin Glowacki, previous uh, person of the podcast, <laughs> alumni. <laughs> <laughs> Graduated from talking. Um, and uh, Bonnie Blewett, who is just a ray of sunshine in everything that she does um, and a just beautiful performer and teacher in Perth. Um, and I like met both of them and got along with them with like a house on fire and then they found out that I could roller skate and then... Oh, I didn't finish the um, off-chop story. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I jumped ahead because you broke your leg and I was like, well, I feel like there's a gap here. (laughs) Go back. Okay, jump backwards. No, so I I watched off-chops with um, Tangerine Scream. Oh, my God, legend, yes. Yes, and Tangy, after watching that show, was like, yeah, I think those two, like, roller skate at Christmas time as baubles. And I think this company is like called Flip Tees or something. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, that sounds like a pretty cool company to work for. Anyway, so fast forward to what we were talking about uh-huh. b- before with like Bonnie and Robin and Circus. Yep, House on Fire, absolutely. House yes, on Fire. I'm back there. Great. Yes. <laughs> um, they uh, 
found uh, that I could skate and then recommended me to flip tees because they needed roller skaters for a nightclub thing. And then oh. like, so I was still doing the coffee thing and then like found my way in. And then all of a sudden I had a way of expressing myself with my body that just like felt good and nice. And I found like my people, my community. And I'd always been like close to that. Mm. But then this was the like, Ah, uh, you needed like, a pair of wheel feet, obviously. I mean, <laughs> it had always been like the place that my brain went quiet, mm. but it was quite a solitary thing. Like playing roller derby and stuff, like, yes, it's a team sport, but the place that I found the most like peace in my head and like clarity and joy um, was like always just cruising to like music and having a dance by myself mm. <laughs> oh, amazing like um whenever a like good pop album comes out the skates go on and i just go for a dance and 25 k's later um <laughs> sometimes we like stop at the pub by we i mean me myself and my roller skates yeah um and then it's just Joyful. Anyway, I don't know where we are in uh, the grand scheme of this timeline. Um, I don't care about the timeline at all. <laughs> what uh-huh. I care about is like, something beautiful that you said. It's like it's the place where your brain went quiet. To skating. It's just so joyful and fun. And like I am the most like free and connected with my body and connected with everything around me and so aware when it is me and eight wheels on my feet and I think that like joy just kind of radiates and mm. people see it and they're just like that looks like fun and they want to and taste yeah. I am now like happier because like we've had this moment of me letting you see me at like my purest mm, I love that <laughs> and then how did you go from like this space of being like it is the thing that causes happiness and joy and, and a, a sense of calm to then like obviously doing the almost the combative thing which is like now I'm going to put it to the test of audiences and put it to the test of capitalism and try and like put it to the, all of those different things no you can laugh and cough it's okay I might cut it out <laughs> who knows <laughs> It didn't cross my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's only happening now. How dare you, Aria? <laughs> um, I no, I'm conflating things. Um, That's a lie. <laughs> just lie. No one, no, no one ever comes back for you if you lie here. <laughs> I think very early on because I like came to circus later. Like mm. a lot of like elite, if you think like Cirque du Soleil or whatever. That's like your seventeen-year-old gymnasts that have then been like plucked out of obscurity and then taught the arts, not the yep. like yep. arts to um, athlete to performer. Yeah, yeah. Um, pathway. So like, I think I'm a, a little bit older than that. So like, than seventeen. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, and, like, I know some other people have come to it later as well and had really fulfilling careers. Um, but because I did such a big pivot towards something that was so different mm. um, and I had to back myself fully into, like, following my joy, um, there was no point in, like, second-guessing myself. Mm, absolutely. Um, like, it either works or it doesn't work, but, like, you got to give it your best go. Otherwise, like... Yeah. yeah literally, <laughs> literally not, what's the point? Yeah. What is the point? Um, and like permission to fail. Um, mm. 
like, how how am I to know? And like, if I enjoy doing it and I enjoy making it, um, like, then of course there's going to be somebody else out there that likes the same stuff as me because totally. like, there's somebody that has a common interest with me in every one of my other likes. <laughs> um, and then like, yeah, that, you're not that unique. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're and, not. No one is. And that's wonderful. Like, yeah. um, I'm a little bit of carbon and what I do at the end of the day and the end of my life doesn't actually matter. And Work, that is yes. so freeing. So, like, why not bring joy to the people that are around me? And, and yourself. Spread love. And, yeah, just, like, have a good time. If it's not fun, then why are you doing it? Absolutely. But, like, um, so I started hula hooping um, because I didn't. Uh, like s- skating takes a lot of space. Mm. Um, so it was just this like throwaway like thing to make my br- <laughs> do something so that I could like be a part of um, the community because mm-hmm. um, skating can be quite isolating. Yeah. Um, and then it like took over and made my brain quiet. <laughs> wow. wow. Do you like re- like was it a certain maneuver or was it a certain moment that you remember you being like oh this is another thing that tickles the right spot it not even it just felt so normal and I think like when I was talking about the primary school it was Mm. like I wonder what would have happened had like I found a hula hoop yeah um because it's really just like I've only been hula hooping for two years and it takes up a significant portion of my week just because (laughs) I like how quiet everything goes yeah, and the Your repetitiveness. Hello Kitty on your shirt is just <laughs> it's very cute. I um yeah, the repetitiveness of it, and that like, if you keep at it, you get to see incremental thing. And that's the the story I was conflating before is I went and saw Cake. Yeah. Um, and I saw it, it twice. Mm. Um, and it was like permission granted. Wow. Um, like I, it unlocked something. It changed the chemistry in my brain. It was just like, oh, you can be filthy. You can be cheeky. You can just be entertaining in your person Mm. and then like have a few tricks in there. And that can just be as delightful as like tricks on tricks on tricks on tricks. Yeah. And like permission to make something that me as like this genderqueer little weirdo that like has <laughs> found this art late and like <laughs> is a bit of a like daydream or whatever like just go and be weird and there mm. will be someone for it and it was that that first round of like permission granted that I give myself it was like okay there's actually um other performers that think this too and they give me that permission as well and now I've got something like even like bigger to work towards because like I can see that there's an audience for it because yes. I'm sitting amongst it here are the weirdos that like had to trust that would be out there here they actually are now to like get them looking in my direction instead <laughs> or as well as in- as well in- as instead <laughs> stop watching oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no there's room for all artists <laughs> if um, it calls to you make it <laughs> there's room Please for all artists <laughs> there's room for all artists but mainly me <laughs> everyone <laughs> no no i'm gonna i'm gonna fully re-edit it just to be like no they they don't they really don't <laughs> it's the first time i edit something to the point where i actually reshape <laughs> what someone said 
<laughs> Put that ultimatum spin on it. Mm, mm-hmm. That'd be where the but mainly me. It's just going to be <laughs> at the front of this, and mm. then no, I'm, I've never worked that hard. It's okay. <laughs> okay, um, so permission granted to yourself, which is incredible. Now what? Like, what do we do next? Now I take my clothes off when I hula hoop. Yes, you do. <laughs> Which could be seen as quite a big jump if you're not also, you know, touching the edges of the burlesque world, which now circus absolutely does. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, that's the microcosm of Perth. That um, is. It's kind of my favourite part. Yes, absolutely. Mine too. It's the um, fact that you've got to put it all in a cocktail shaker and see what comes out, really. Yeah. I mean, like... Um, that act in particular like came out of watching cake and was like okay what what part of me needs to be spoken to right now mm. and um where do i need to show myself love and who might else need like to see this love um and uh being like non-binary genderqueer um and like thinking about top surgery and like what my body looks like and how i'm perceived on stage especially in like those more corporate roles mm. um like uh what kind of bodies I want to like receive on stage and what would make um me feel um like excited to make something yeah um and like I hadn't really like like I mean I hang out with a lot of drag and stuff and they've got the like chest plates and the binders and stuff but like tape Mm. um and in circus um I hadn't really seen before um and I was like, well, I, I guess that's me. I guess I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic because it's like a projection of not only like showing yourself what you need to see, but also showing yourself like what you know in the moments where you saw cake and like you saw that vulnerability that like spoke to you. Yeah. It's like, well, how can I not only speak to myself or younger me or a different version of me, but also to my wider community that and like give them – that bit of love and that bit of light, which is, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. And then like to top it all off, it's a very sexy act and I'm yeah. a, not, I'm not a sexy person. That's just not true. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't, mm. <laughs> I don't like it when people come on and lie. I know I said that lying was fine before, but that, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I don't really have much concept of like what I look like and how I move through the world. I know that I have dinosaur arms and that Robin <laughs> tapes his paddle pops to my wrists to stop them from <laughs> dropping stop them from being really gay. Yeah, yeah. just like flopping <laughs> forward. Yeah, how dare you, Robin? Ah, <laughs> uh, she just cares about my lines, <laughs> <laughs> and I care about them too. <laughs> Wait, was that like a, something that Robin invented or is that like a thing, like putting a paddle pop on the wrist? So uh, I think it's a ballet it. trauma thing that oh. um, was like softened by like, <laughs> I get a paddle pop so the edges are rounded right? and I should be so lucky. <laughs> Instead of having like a small needle. Yeah. Right, cool. <laughs> or a skewer or something. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Um. Where are we going with this? I don't know, but now I want to talk about paddle pops for a while. Right, what's your favourite flavour paddle pop? And I will ask you that on our break. <laughs> We're going to pause and come back and then talk about the local art scene. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh yeah, am I ranting about uh, decaf? Oh, not decaf, instant now? Uh, not being sexy. <laughs> not being sexy, okay. Perth, um, what, what's up with that? Um, and, and then we can talk about Instagram. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> I might keep that in. Um, so we figured out uh, during our little break what we were talking about when we went um, on our roundabout paddle pops um, and dance trauma really just casually like slid in there. And it was about- Oh, not mine. Somebody else's. Not somebody else's. Don't worry, everybody. We're fine. Lol. Um, <laughs> it's like three degrees of separation of trauma here. Yeah, everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. Every, everyone's fine. With the inflection at the end. Everyone's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we've, we realised, you're going to make me go off on paddle pops again. Uh, we realised that what we were actually trying to talk about was why you're not hot um, and me being mad about the fact that you thought you were unsexy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I do spend a lot of uh, time with uh, the burly folks and they have a certain je ne sais quoi about how they just move through the world. And that's probably um, informed by uh, dance as well. Mm, also um, the ability to like hype the shit out of anybody. Oh, yeah. We were at rehearsals recently and the way that the room would just be like, oh, my God, you picked up something. You're the hottest person on the planet. It was very funny. <laughs> yes. And uh, delightful and heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very nice. Delightful. Heartwarming. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Aria, you said I could be dead behind the eyes. <laughs> yeah, behind, behind the eyes, behind, behind the voice. <laughs> yeah, in front needs to be light and right. puppy. Uh, I'll find the pep. <laughs> Go. Sometimes I forget that I'm allowed to inflect. All right, but are you hot? I think I'm going to keep going back. Okay. <laughs> I just like, uh, am I red right now? No, surprisingly okay. still white. <laughs> and the rest of us crying. <laughs> so, welcome to WA Expose. You're well, hot. <laughs> End of episode. Welcome to 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Season three. What are we doing now? Crying. <laughs> I promise I had something really heartfelt to say. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> Shall we skip being hot and then... <laughs> Uh, I just like, oh, the whole, I'm going to give it a go. And if it's awful, yeah. we can just. Yeah, sure. All right. But I'm a serious interviewer. You're a serious interviewee. Serious. That was your fault, that one. That's on you. You said it. I can't speak. I don't know why anyone gave me this job. Um, I think like playing with um 
being perceived as a woman and then like tearing off my shirt and being mm. like, oh, actually, like, this is pretty trans and like, here's an aid and it's all on stage and there's nothing like glitzy about it, mm. but also it's still a very sexy act and very intentionally. So um, it's a really like fun play. Yeah. Congratulations. However, you're perceiving me right now, you're gay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and especially because it starts out very like male gaze-y. Yeah, totally. Um, which like was really fun to do as like like the the, the turn is to use a term from comedy. Yeah, like, totally, yeah. <laughs> um like to, to to bring the people in being like, oh yes, um titties, oh yes, uh booty and like here is a like conventionally attractive like by all society standards uh woman (laughs) and then like 45 seconds go (laughs) 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 actually (laughs) and you still find it sexy oh yeah you're gay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't out people, but I'm out everyone in this room right now. Let's go. <laughs> and that's really fun. Yeah, it's really fun. But it also like takes a lot of um self care and Yeah, totally. It would. Blanketing before and afterwards. Yeah. There's completely. definitely days where it's like heaps of fun to do and other days where it's like it's okay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the cat in the bed are waiting for you at home, like, you got it. <laughs> Things will be all right. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, it's, it's not for you tonight. It's for somebody else and that's okay too. Yes. That's completely fine. Yeah. I love that you, I love that you phrased it like that. I really do. Um, those people that we make art for, whether it be ourselves or our community or our wider audiences, especially in local um, spaces, what do you think is going really, really right here right now? Oh, it's just really nice that it's a mixing pot. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, art I mean, wise. I mean, like, I love variety in vaudeville. Mm-hmm. Um, give me um, a charcuterie of cheese <laughs> <laughs> and of soap and of performances. Ooh, soap. Um, you know, when you have a shower and then you get to pick your flavor of the day and you have like 20 flavors of. of Delightful. I'm going to do that. Yes. Yeah. A charcuterie shower. <laughs> Definitely recommend if you uh, like to make. If you live in a hotel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So there's like mixing pot of arts, like obviously the biggest overlaps that I think people have talked about on the show before are Circus Dragon, Burlesque specifically. Yes. Yeah. Um, and like music's like coming into that as well. It's nah, really not- we'll just stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come I can that. lasso. I am just uh <laughs> 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 but I can last no, don't tell any of us, I need us to be really specific. Don't tell anyone else in these three communities that anyone else can do music because then I lose my job. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, WA Expose had, like, violinists yes. on. Yeah. Um, and, like... Yeah, everything as, I said just then was a joke. I hope no one thinks that I'm being serious. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I find it hard to tell, but that's with everybody. So <laughs> I'll just keep talking straight down the line. Yeah, no, you're right. That's I love that. That's fantastic. We, we have had violinists. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, singers and rappers and people who loop and stuff as well. And then, like, 
comedians, I guess, a bit, but I think they've still got their like own microcosm that I can't really speak on because I'm not part of mm-hmm. and I'm not even really a active audience member mm-hmm. in. Um, although there are a few com- comedians where I'm like, yes, but I've only ever seen them because of variety lineups. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I, gosh, what was the question? Things that we love about our little microcosm of the art sector right now. I think like there is a luxury in Perth where people get to create things because they are known. Ooh. Um, like there's um, a removal of the like getting to know you. Um, I'm going to try really hard to not lose this train of thought. Um when, like, a uh, comedian or whatever is, like, going out. I, I listen to a lot of uh, comedy breakdown podcasts, so that's why I keep reverting to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, a lot of the, like, jokes that are formed are, like, introductions to, like, gain an audience. Yeah. Um, and I think that is true of um, a variety of things. Um, of a variety of um, performance styles. And I think like a variety show um, has a host or a name of the company um, that people are familiar with and then they get – and then they trust that brand and so they trust who comes in underneath it. So you go mm-hmm. and see um, this person's variety show like um, – I don't know. Um, Clandestine or – yeah, yeah, beautiful. Like, clandestine's uh, Klund- a great example. I was thinking like more internationally, but clandestine oh, is right, great. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, Ruben K or yes, Bernie Dita. Totally. Um, you trust their like ability to curate. So, hundred mm, percent. Um, whereas I think like in Perth, because um, we are a small pool and very interconnected, um, you can start doing weirder stuff or like more. I don't even know. Um, you, you, um, Outside be, of a box, maybe? Not a, not a box. Uh, ah. Not a box. No, wait, that term's not right. <sighs> like, because it's the local scene and because it's the community and everyone's been around everyone. And so even if you haven't seen an act that it's ref, uh, self-referential or, um, like, you know of it, mm-hmm. like, the... I don't know. Come on, brain. <laughs> you don't have – okay, you, you're at the Lucy Lovegun 10-year anniversary show and you don't have to have seen every single Lucy Lovegun act to understand yeah. what those performers who were referencing Lovegun were referencing on that night. You just are a part of the scene enough to understand the yeah. references. It's like not me. It's like me. I'm going to out myself really quickly. Until very recently, I had not seen Mean Girls, but I understood all of the references because they were just in the zeitgeist. Yes. So I got anybody who was doing a parody of it because I understood the memes essentially. Are we sort of talking about like that? Yeah, I think so. But like, um, and I think of like Matthew Pope's um, Mixed Ballast Hangover Act, which is like very um, uh, like circus inspired, but also like really taking, as far as I understand, like cues from uh, like the burlesque uh, 101 handbook Mm -hmm. um, of of tease. Um, And that because like, of who he is and the kind of art he's created previously. You could do this like kind of avant-garde boundary pushy thing and mm. it you don't need the like uh, 
hello, I'm Matthew. It's the like, I'm here. Yeah. Um, and I think we get a lot of that um, in Perth because we are so interconnected with each other and I think that's really cool. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like it also could pose problems trying to break out some different art forms into wider audiences or like touring works or seems like it could be incredible in an insulated way but difficult yeah I mean like we are still in one of the most isolated cities in the world and landlocked and it is just hard to get out of here (laughs) um like there are people here who are doing absolutely phenomenal performances that Mm. should be touring but by being girt by sea (laughs) and land (laughs) yeah um it's just like not possible. Like if you're in Sydney or Melbourne, um, you can get the train, you can hire a car. Up and um, down the coast, yeah. Up and down the coast. Like it's a 16-hour drive or whatever, but then you're there. Like yeah. you go 16 hours here and you're not in Broome, so. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe you can get to Albany like in <laughs> six hours. Like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, musicians on the East Coast are probably, like, lots of performing artists, but yeah. my friends who are musicians on the East Coast, like, they'll just take two weeks off and do the entire, the entire yeah. East Coast. Yeah. And, like, maybe Adelaide as well, because, like, that's not too far away. <laughs> <laughs> we are, totally. We're really far away. And so, like, I think the communities that we create here are really wonderful. And when people get out, it should be celebrated because it's a really hard thing to do unless you can, like, financially back yourself, which yeah. it, it's really expensive to be in the arts totally, sometimes. Totally, and getting harder, yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know, like, <laughs> I think, um, there is room for everybody in the arts if you want it badly. And if you are flexible in how you make your money, yeah. if you're really one track minded on like, I'm going to be this type of artist and this is the only kind of work I'm going to say yes to, then absolutely. You're going to not have a career, <laughs> but if you're okay with, um, emceeing one day and, pulling bingo balls out of a cage the next. Absolutely. And then also, <laughs> like, teaching workshops, <laughs> like, being flexible yeah. with how you make money, yeah. then all of a sudden it is enough to make something livable. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe redefining your idea of success a little bit. Oh, I mean, like, I never wanted a big house or with a pool anyway. No. <laughs> oh, no. The planet's melting. We need to get focus way out of that. Um, <laughs> bring it right down. But, all down. right, that's my job. Bring it down, down, down. <laughs> um, okay, so um, with all of that in mind and all of your incredible experience in mind, I've got a very important question to end the podcast on today. And I think that um, you're the right person to ask this to. Um, and I'm sorry if this gets a little bit serious. Uh what the fuck's up with instant coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this was coming. <laughs> I didn't prepare. <laughs> oh, all right. All right, for context, everybody, um, I'm definitely going to have to leave that bit in earlier just to make this make sense. But you made an instant coffee when you got here today and have told me how bad it is and I want to know why. Okay, so um, my credentials in this is that um, I was an award-winning barista, coffee roaster and importer. Uh, casually. I don't do things by halves, it seems. Um, (laughs) And that's fine. Um, In part of uh, these coffee 
things. I got to travel to places that grow coffee um, and meet the amazing people that do it because I worked in something called specialty coffee, um, which is now um, an overused term, mm. but it used to mean something, but now, like, because it's not got any. Or I'm gonna. I could rent for hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, finally, somebody gave me a microphone. Well, um, we've got eight minutes till this room booking ends. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, coffee has to be picked by hand. If it grows anywhere other than like Brazil's got flatlands, but it has to be picked by hand. Um because of how mountainous it is. Um, coffee also ripens um, not all at once. So on the same tree, you could pass it like three or four times in a week and get like multiple um, ripe fruits. Um, you need ripe fruits for it to taste good. This uh, also means that fruits can like over-ripen. They fall to the ground um, inside a coffee cherry. There are two seeds that are face-to-face. Um, it's the flat side of a coffee bean, if you've ever looked at one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, this is how people make money. Um, and so they will scoop up the uh, coffee from around the base of the tree and then process it like normal. But the the nice hand-picked coffee goes to one place and then the ground coffee goes somewhere else. And if they've gone – so coffee needs to be fermented to create flavour in it, same way that you would ferment wine. Um, cheese or any of the things we Or any yeah. of the other delicious things that we love in our life. Um, sometimes fermenting goes wrong and mould grows. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the coffee – that's money, so it goes into the instant coffee. Ah. Um, if it's got, like, disease in it, uh, <laughs> then it goes into there. Like, they will sell everything and, like, absolutely – of course they will because that's their income and there are different um, avenues and streams of, of paying for things. So, but like you get what you pay for and really in an ideal world, we'd all be paying like $8 for a really nice latte mm-hmm. um, if we're going we're out. We're almost paying $8. <laughs> yeah, but like that is made well by yeah. like somebody that understands everything and mm-hmm. can communicate that if you want it. We're like and a solid 50% of that is going to the person who grew it, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, paying people for their labour is really important. Um, and the arts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all connected. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so, like, instant coffee is uh, you get what you pay for. Um, somebody will have stepped on it with a dirty boot. It might have had mould on it, but it's also been roasted to smithereens, so it's actually fine to put yep. in your body. It just doesn't taste particularly nice because once you burn coffee, it all tastes the same. Yeah. And that's the instant coffee that you're drinking today. Yep. And the excuse for any energy <laughs> that has or hasn't happened right now. Sorry Fantastic. for the monotone voice in the middle there. No, that was me making fun of my friend, not something that anyone else will even notice. <laughs> Except for that that I pointed it out. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and that's the podcast. So... <laughs> Um, if you like what you've heard today, I don't know why you would. I'm really sorry for everything that I've done. Um, Ish has been an incredible, Quidditch has been an incredible person. Um, but I've been a garbage monster and that's what I'm doing in 2024, everybody. So get ready. Um, we're also hitting 100 episodes uh, very soon. So if anyone wants me to do anything about that or if I should be doing something special, I don't have no idea. Um, do it. I don't, my what, fa- it's my fifth, fifth favourite podcast according to oh Spotify. God, ow. No, I'm just glad that I'm up there. If you release more episodes, then you'd be higher on the oh, list because no. it's uh, worked out by uh, listening hours. Oh, God. I've almost got 100. <laughs> Jesus. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, if, I, if anyone wants me to do anything about the fact that we're turning 100, um, 
episodes, then <laughs> let me know. Otherwise, I'll just do this more. Blah, 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 blah. That's great. Um, if you like this podcast, you can rate, review, subscribe, or wherever you're listening right now. You send us a question to wxwizapod at gmail.com. We'll ask our next incredible guest. You know the drill. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm a trash goblin. I can't even do this year right. So this is um, – anyway, where can we find you on social media? I'm so sorry. I'm the worst host of my own show. <laughs> Can you plug yourself, please? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I have um, some underscores in my name that I don't know where it goes, but um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm quaddish on everything. If you search it up, that is Q-U-A-D-I-S-H. Ish, ish is my name. Uh, quad as in quad roller skate. It yeah. was a skate blog before it was a um, – thing <laughs> so a stage persona yeah. so it's underscore quadish and then another underscore yeah but um i would bet my bottom dollar that oh yeah just, i just typed in quad yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't need them but if they're there it's me <laughs> it's me. Um, and that's on uh tiktok and instagram uh, and Great. i think that's everywhere that i um cool <laughs> apparently i was never gonna ask anyway so that's fine <laughs> Anyway, you heard my spiel before. I'm just going to go to that little bit of music at the end. Um, Good luck to us all. (laughs) Bye. WA Expose is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlett and M. Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlett.com forward slash WA Expose. 